This is JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. I've never experienced this before. I've never experienced anything like this. I've never experienced that. I've never heard anything like it. <laughs> no, I have never once experienced anything remotely like that. You've heard it, right? No, never heard anything like it. You've never heard of my show. I mean, you've heard, you've seen, you know. I have never experienced anything like this before in my life. <laughs> hey, good morning, JP, Coriel, Husker Nick. It is Thursday, June 22nd. Good morning, Coriel. Good morning, JP. Good morning, Oscar Nick. Good morning. How was uh, volleyball last night, Schmelly? Uh, it was pretty all right. I mean, Did you win? no, we won one <laughs> set, and that kind of—I mean, that's all right. Yeah. Should have won the second one. It was very, very close, and then the third one got away from us just a little bit. Not bad though. It's like everybody I know right now is playing like sand volleyball. It's like the the big hit thing again for everybody to do. Well. I've been doing it for uh, probably about uh, 10 years. So. Too many years, or is it just around an hour? Of years? She was cool before it was cool. Yeah. You're hearing an she echo, was. by the way. Um, just a heads up. Cool before that. it was uh, cool. Yes. You've got an echo. Hmm. Now her mic's muted. We've over there. got an echo. That's weird. Huh. Okay, we'll work on that. Well, what was your day like yesterday? Uh, I worked on uh, cleaning up a house and helping another friend move in to their place and get things set up. So just kind of being helpful yesterday more than anything else. What a nice guy. Yeah. Trying to, just Golly. trying to do what I can for, for friends and get trying them settled. To get all the, like, being a good person stuff out now so that you can coast the rest of the year. That way Santa doesn't. <laughs> Is that how it That works? way Santa isn't on yeah. to you. That's, that's, a, that's a good possibility, too. Um, I will warn everybody again, there's a serious threat that is happening. And oh, no. we need to address this on so many different levels. The the AI, the the robots that are taking over the world slowly but surely. Yes. Uh, like be, taking people's jobs and whatnot, and learning all kinds of things. Uh, now the robots are learning how to do things like we learn how to do things on YouTube. What? So, like, for example, my son wanted to figure out how to get his own battery out of his car, but it was wedged in there weird, and it was kind of awkward. Oh, yeah. He goes to YouTube, learns how to do it, and oh, yeah. does it. Yeah. So the AI are doing that now, too. Oh, that's good, then. That means it's only a matter of time before, like, they start watching those stupid videos my kids watch, <laughs> and then all of a sudden they can barely speak English because oh. of these dumb videos. So and, maybe it is a yeah, good thing we'll that they're yeah. watching YouTube. Yeah. I think it, it might have just as much of a negative impact as it would a positive. Okay. It's not going to help. All right. They think they're they think they're getting smart, but really, all they're going to learn is how to jump a car and then do the gritty. And that's that's all. That's pretty much it. That's about all that. If we could introduce, it's gonna happen. We could introduce TikTok to them, and they'd be just like swiping the entire time, watching all kinds of things, and get distracted by all of that. I think what we do now is we all just post very misleading instructions, very like false instructions on how to do things. Mm. Yeah, that's a good idea. Try to trick them. A deep fake on them. No, not like, a deep fake video. Well, just fake deep them fake out. is like a whole. But make technology. them believe that this is a thing, and and have them follow down yeah, that wormhole I mean, and. Yeah, just post false instructions and then let them learn that. And okay. Then throw a wrench in their plans. See, I, you're, you've got some good thoughts there. I just be like, in them. order to jump a vehicle, first you get a jar of mayonnaise. <laughs> you know? <laughs> really throw a wrench in there. Jar of mayonnaise. That was, 
a good analogy. Instruction number one. All right. So, yeah, just be aware the AI are watching our YouTube videos and, and learning right. things. So they're going to possibly uh, continue to try to take over the world unless we stop them. I hope they look at um, cult classic videos and <laughs> and they get really weird. Yeah. Like the Charlie bit my finger video and then like the salad fingers and the shoes video. Shoes. Oh, my God. Shoes. I hope it does all of that. Or maybe we could get them to watch. Second, what did you think about the ride? It was great. Apparently, yeah. I've never been on live yeah. television before. Mm-hmm. And they'll all talk like that. Yeah. All the AI will talk like uh, Noah there Ritter, you go. the little kid from the Apparently video. It would be less intimidating, yes. That's, that is a true fact. It would be. All right. Well, hey, let's get going with today's show. Coming up next. Go! This is what's next with J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick. We'll get your fake until you make it stories. It's a date of her dub on Thursday. Got a new one for you with Corey. Needing help tracking down a date with Alicia. We'll play J.P. Makes This Guest to get you in for Brett Young live at Steelhouse. And on the nitty gritties around the corner brought to you by Black Belt Movers. Keith Urban FaceTimes from stage. Carly Pierce reaches Chris Stapleton through the best way possible. Lauren Aiken speaks on postpartum depression and more. You in the know from Music Row. Check this out. Coriel has your nitty gritty from Music City on Kix 96.9. Nitty gritty from Music City powered by A1 Mold Testing and Remediation. Carly Pierce knows how to get things done. She had a song she was sure was perfect as a duet between yeah. her and Chris Stapleton. Oh, yes. So she thought, like, you know, how do you cut through the red tape? How do you get this in front of him immediately? She could go to his record label and try like getting a hold of his manager or agent or something like that. But Carly Pierce knew exactly what she needed to do. She slid into his wife's DMs. Uh, she slid into Morgan's DMs. She says it helps uh, that she's a musician as well and, a, and is a member of Chris's band. And then basically just said that she had a song she thought would be perfect for her and Chris to cut. What do you think? And then Morgan was like, hey, yeah, like send this over ASAP. Let's let's talk about this. So she's all about business, too. And I think there's a saying uh, it's like to earn a man's affection. It's like through his stomach or something like that. Yeah. Right. To get things done with a man, you have to go through his wife. (laughs) That's just that's a good analogy. What I'm learning here. And Mm -hmm. I and I'm. No, I'm glad that I know that piece of information. Yeah, it's good information to have. So speaking of Chris and Morgan Stapleton, they have a new endorsement with Lucchese Boots. Ooh. The country stars uh, and the bootmaker made the joint announcement yesterday. Great boots with a charitable angle. A portion of the all proceeds supports Chris and Morgan Stapleton's charity, Outlaw State of Mind. That's awesome. Thomas Rhett and Lauren Akins are childhood sweethearts. They have a family of six with four girls. Everything looks you know, awesome, going over gangbusters. He's like a famous country star and stuff. But despite outward appearances, the family struggled many times uh, with um, postpartum depression. The mm. couple first adopted their oldest daughter, Willa Gray, from Uganda, and then began to expand their family the old-fashioned way. Bless you. Excuse me. But with each pregnancy and childbirth, things started to turn kind of dark for Lauren. Quote, after Ada James, our marriage had a falling apart. Ickens revealed on her Live in Love or Live in Love podcast, their third baby, Len in Love, was a COVID era baby, so that didn't help. And then with their fourth child, Lily was born, things darkened even further. Bless you. Having a terrible allergy day. 
Thomas gave his perspective on this as well. He says, quote, after Lily, I do remember it was scary for me. And there's not many people you can talk to about that because you don't want it to sound like you're gossiping behind your wife's back. It's not like you want to call a buddy and be like, hey, my wife's acting super strange. Lauren knew she was in a bad place. She says, quote, in the back of my mind, I was like, this is not normal. I have experienced birthing children before and I've not felt this. Luckily, the pair received plenty of support and guidance from friends who encouraged Akins to look into the possibility of being diagnosed with postpartum depression. And she says it's very important to have that community and people that are very close to you and have them be the ones who shed light on these things and bring it to your attention because that way it doesn't feel um, like you're being ganged up on as much. She's like, it's it's less offensive if you have this community because you know it's coming from a place of love. Right. Um, Because that can be a very hard uh, realization and also a tough pill to swallow. So, um, you know, Thomas Rhett and Lauren are still couple goals and everything like that. And we can put, put that pressure on them, I suppose, but just know that they are very real people and Lauren struggles just like everybody else. And I'm glad that they're able to talk about it and and them talking about it on her podcast, that will help somebody else down the line, which is exactly what it's supposed to do. This is why representation is so important because that way you, you feel less alone. And then when it comes from a, a higher, like a, a celebrity level like this too, yeah. you're like, wow, okay, it, re- it definitely really isn't just me. Yep. Uh, last but not least, Keith Urban knows how to work a room, especially the big ones. He shared a video of himself on stage during his Las Vegas residency doing a FaceTime call with a woman who was just like minding her own business at home. <laughs> the call was made by the woman's mom who was in the audience. Keith thought she was kidding so she handed him the phone and it was on the woman's at ho- the woman at home her name's Lindsay she was embarrassed because she said she looked like garbage i mean don't we all when we're just like lounging around but keith kept her on the phone and asked her what she was up to she said she was hanging out with her boyfriend watching how i met your mother so he asked her to put him on and then joked that the guy looked quote high as a kite oh wow <laughs> the best part of her was when uh, um keith agreed to let her take a screenshot she's Aww. obviously was like i have to do this because no one's going to believe me right so and very kind of her to even ask that i would have been like just doing it anyway screenshot anyways yeah but the nitty-gritty for music city i'm coriel with kicks 96.9 you're listening to jp coriel and husker nick Tell us something good. Let us know Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can be a part of the show. Coriel, what's your good thing today? Um, my good thing is that there is a lot of local restaurants and businesses. A lot of them have like mobile um, food trucks and things like that, too. And you'll find them at a lot of events, through, especially throughout like the summer months oh, and yeah. stuff, county fairs and things. There'll be um, some folks out at the Nebraska Small Town Heroes Mud Volleyball Tournament that I'm a part of Saturday. Um, but here's the deal. You could pack your own food and stuff like that. You're allowed to, but you could also just eat at one of these food trucks. I encourage you as much as you can to support these small local businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, fundamentally, it looks pretty easy. Like, oh, you just kind of load everything up in this in this trailer and you go set up shop somewhere. Uh-huh. I have f- friends that say that there's just... It's kind of hell on wheels in a way. It can be very stressful and, and whatnot, and it, there a lot goes into it. So if you can, at any given time, if there's a food truck around or like a mobile unit for something, uh, do your best, try your best to support those businesses, even if it's like a small drink or something like that, yeah. too. Uh, they could really use the love and support, and they're going to be out and about tenfold now that the weather's nice. We have some really good ones in town, too. Yeah, we have awesome. some 
tasty ones. Nick, your good thing today. Uh, my good thing, uh, there was a woman named Nancy in New York that uh, was in a thrift store, and she came across these four plates. And on the plates was like a really interesting kind of, it's a face, a human face, but it's like, it's it's really, they were very strange in how they looked. They were almost like uh, Picasso-esque, maybe. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, so she buys these plates, she gets them home, they're in great shape, and uh, she starts researching them. She's like, ah, kind of interesting, you know, let's see what I can find out more about these plates I just bought. That were uh, $1.99 per plate. Turns out they were Pacablo-esque, or uh, Pablo Picasso-esque. Uh, <laughs> they're made by Picasso. Um, oh, and, what? Yeah, and he only made like maybe 600 plates in his life, but he used to do like these artistic plates. Uh, she ended up she ended up selling them for ten thousand dollars a piece. Oh my god, <laughs> oh, that's crazy! She said she started freaking out when she was looking on the internet and realized that oh my god, unless these are a copy, it's got his autograph like etched into him and everything. And stop. Yes. That can you imagine? Just awesome. randomly, but when you look at them, you're like, yeah, those are definitely like a, a Picasso, like the way they look, and then. Yeah, turns out they're originals. And Some people just are God's favorites to walk into a so thrift cool. store, pick up a plate for two bucks, and be like, well, yeah. this is pop. I mean, these plates are god-awful ugly. I would have never bought them. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it turns out they're a good thing that she did. That's wild. That's fantastic. My good thing is the ninth annual Alexis Calfi Blood Drive. This happens every year on the 4th of July, and it's in honor of Alexis, uh, Alexi, who, Alexis, who passed away. Her and her boyfriend did when they were killed by a drunk driver in 2011. So now nine years in, uh, it's an annual blood drive, and, and the I know that the Nebraska Community Blood Bank is in desperate need of blood right now. So if you get a chance to donate, do that. If you'd like to be a part of this event, though, and do it in honor of Alexis, it's a very, very cool thing that they always do at the uh, the Bennett Community Church there in Bennett, Nebraska, and they've been doing it for nine years now, and I'm proud to be a part of that. I am signed up to go out around 11-ish to donate, uh, and there's only like, this is, I don't know if this is the first time or not, but it's almost like it's completely full. It's close to being a full event, so if you want to oh, really? get in and donate and make this a sold-out event, basically... Uh, you can be a part of that and help out in the name of Alexis Calfee and her family, who are awesome, too. So I, I put it up on the Kicks Morning Show Facebook page to go there and get signed up and donate blood. They need it all. Uh, and if you can do a double, that also is a, a encouraged thing, which I usually end up doing a double. I just sit there and just take, yeah. take what you need uh, and uh, donate what we can to help out uh, in the name of Alexis, which is a very, very cool awesome. thing. Awesome. J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick. Sink it till you make it, baby. That's pretty much what everybody's doing in life. Uh, it was a story that came out. If you're involved in a conversation with like a superior and you have no clue what they're talking about, you just start asking them questions. Redirect and make them tell you because everybody's a bit of an egomaniac. And that makes you look smarter in small yes. talk. Mm-hmm. When you say a superior, do you mean like your boss or what do you mean? Yeah, somebody like either your boss or somebody who works in, in the same like job experience that you do. Like if you're working in, in radio, for example, okay. and, and like you are an engineer, you have no clue what you're doing, but you're just trying to you know figure it I out. I hope you know what along. you're doing if you're an engineer. Not all of them. Not all of them. <laughs> I don't I don't and, know that this is a good advice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because, I don't know. If this well, is it is it is my experience that whenever I stop and just start asking questions of other people, they tend to get really mad. If you're like, <laughs> like, hey, no, well, could you? What questions you just, are you asking? Just, just 
asking them to explain because more than likely they're faking it too. Oh, like honestly. Oh, yeah. I see what you're so saying. I'm, I'm just saying nobody's like, an expert. They're just when you're when you're just like, oh, that's super interesting. Could you, I guess, go a you little further on further? that so yeah. I can? Yeah, I wanna. Yeah. I want to understand that more. That's super good. And what a really angry. What a mess. They're going to go home and be like, "Yeah, this guy was asking me all these questions. I think he was trying to like. I think he was trying to show me he to ex- how much of a fool I was. I think he wanted to make me look bad because I'm just faking it until I make this it. This guy's then, trying to get me to explain what I'm doing. Like he like he cares about it, and I yeah. know he doesn't. You're at home and you're like, "Gosh, this guy was being so mean to me. I just was trying to look smarter in a small talk." <laughs> <laughs> So we it asked happens. you what your fake until you make it story is. Uh, Samantha's was not me consistently lecturing my kids. Da da da. A lot of these is a mix between parenting and adulting. Okay. Uh, Ari says parenting still waiting to make it, so they're just faking it right now. Not quite making it. Um, Bree says pretending to know what I'm doing as an adult, knowing how to do adult things when in reality I have no idea what is going on half the time. Think it might be the blonde hair. <laughs> Andrew says leaving the hospital about eight years ago with our first kid. Shrug emoji. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. Well, until we, you took, make it. we took Carter home and like mm-hmm. put him down into his bed and I looked at Jess and we were both like half asleep because that was like a whirlwind of three days, you know. And then we get home and we're just like, oh God, we're what do in we do this now? now. Like, what do we do now? This is here, and we're doing it. <laughs> you, like, poke him. He's still kicking. All right, we've he's made breathing. ten minutes. Was that a giggle? This is good. Little, or is he okay. hungry? little mirror over his face just to make sure he's breathing. Yeah, no, there's, it's fogging <laughs> oh, up. That's good. Sarah says, just take selfies at the gym so you don't have to actually work out. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could fake it till you make it. Liv yeah. says, my husband would say I'd been faking being normal until we got married and then let my crazy show. <laughs> I got to yeah. shout out JP because he does this on our show all the time. He says words he thinks he knows what they mean. Yeah. Just to sound like he knows what those words mean. I, you got to fake it till you make it, JP. It. I'll tell you, I don't know anything about hosting a morning show. I'm literally no. faking it the entire time. Yeah, none of us know what like, we're doing. Are you kidding? When I got into country music 20 years ago, my boss is like, do you know anything about country music? I go, I know who Garth Brooks is. And I just, <laughs> I learned about country because I knew sports. I did sports, play by play and and chatter about it, but not yeah. not country radio. So well, I learned how to do it and then you made country it. radio, and then I learned how to do a morning show. And just oh yeah, no, I'm really good at this. No, I'm not. So, I'm, yeah. I'm literally piecing it together every day. If you just if you just lie to yourself, <laughs> it becomes easier and easier. It becomes, yeah. Yeah, 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 you're good at this. You can do this. Tori says nursing school for sure. And then on that same note, um, PA school was another one from mm. uh, Jennifer. Says all of PA school. Charlotte filing personal income taxes. Yeah. That's frightening. Every time it's in front of me, when I'm like doing my taxes, man, I put glasses on. I got a little notepad out. Try to look like you're smart and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe if I set it up this way, it'll just all come to me. Maybe I'll know what I'm doing after I just (laughs) set myself up. Uh, Jennifer says, wifing. (laughs) So basically, yes, adulting, parenting. Going to school, any of this stuff, you gotta fake it till you make it. Okay. Yeah, you can let us know your fake it till you make it story, and have a chance to see Brett Young at Escape Reality for a while yeah. at Steelhouse when he's live on September thirtieth. JP Coriel and Husker Nick, check this out. Here's what's trending online now. On Kix 96.9. And what's trending brought to you by Winter Circle Auto. Three. It's me. 
President Joe Biden is set to announce an all-in pricing agreement from Ticketmaster and Live Nation. So what does all-in mean? Yes. It means that the live event companies will begin showing full price amounts for tickets up front. So that that means like seeing all the fees involved in purchasing tickets before checkout. So there's no like essentially these hidden like hidden fees, fees and all this stuff. Like you think you're spending 75 bucks and then by the end you're like, oh, it's 149. This is crazy. The move is part of Biden's efforts to minimize hidden costs American consumers pay. According to the White House, Ticketmaster and Live Nation will begin showing a, quote, clear total price in September. Additionally, like in February, Biden proposed legislation, the Junk Fee Protection Act that we mentioned to combat excessive fees, including like these excessive online concert, sporting event, entertainment ticket fees, airline fees for families like to sit together on flights, um, early termination fees for TV, phone and internet services, as well as surprise resort and destination fees. So this could help a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Mm. Biden's transportation department also took steps last fall during a meeting of the competition council to reduce, quote, unnecessary hidden fees from airline and travel sites that the president warned were weighing down family budgets. So it looks like there's... I mean, slowly but surely, there's uh, things in place now to hopefully either get rid of some of these hidden fees altogether or at least bring them up front so you can make a better decision on whether or not you want to or slash can actually afford this. Okay, well, it's a step in the right direction, that's for sure. Well, we're all waiting for Yellowstone's next season to come out. But uh, there's still all kinds of issues between Kevin Costner and Yellowstone and now Kevin Costner and his wife, Christine, who wants now $248,000 per month in child support. Of their three kids. He makes a ton of money, so... He I does, suppose. yeah. That's such a big uh, He apparently... Uh, she also wants Kevin to pay 100% of their private school tuition, extracurricular activities, sports, healthcare expenses, all that. She says, uh, well, that Kevin's income last year was $19.5 million. Oh, wow. And that the family's net income after expenses and taxes is about seven point six. Yeah, so he can afford it. He can, <laughs> yeah, he can afford it. Uh, to be able to take care of the family financially. And then also in, in breakup news, it certainly appears that Tiger Woods' ex-girlfriend isn't quite ready to fade off into the sunset. Is this the one that he's, he uh, bait and switched and was like, hey, yep. honey, we're going on a nice trip, and then instead just locked her out of the house? Pretty yeah, much. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, Erica oh, Herman has filed wild. yet another appeal and attempt to get her case against Woods heard. She says that she uh, and Woods had an oral agreement that she could live in Woods' Florida mansion for a total of 11 years. What? <laughs> what an odd number. However, she alleged Woods used trickery to boot her out after he broke up with her. <laughs> that's the trickery that is, That's about. probably true. Yeah, because he he sent her on uh, and just go take a nice little vacation, Packed and then she bags, was gone for so a couple go on weeks. On vacation and click, and she came back uh, to the airport, and there was the lawyer saying, "Here you go. This is uh, your notice that you were no longer in the relationship per the uh, the agreement that we had." So sorry, that's not going to happen. But and also, nobody actually knows this is what happens behind closed doors. But right. wasn't this also? It wasn't like he just ruthlessly kicked her out. She had she had done. She, Done a or lot of said something shady I can't stuff. remember. Yeah, she was it, spending. It wasn't like he just took this loving relationship and yeah. said, yeah. "Now you're out on your behind." And like his there kids were, some, were never really fans of her either. It's just a little tumultuous. Okay. Some wow. cringy, cringeworthy stuff with Dang. Erica. So we'll see, we'll see what happens with that. One and the uh, desperate search for the missing sub designed to explore the wreckage of the Titanic continues uh, as as of uh, what an hour ago or earlier this morning. It was estimated that the oxygen would have run out. Yes. So, it's like um, 10 a.m. this morning, isn't it? When it's, no, no, the, the reports are all... Hours. 
Was yeah, that, they're all the reports. Are I mean, kind it of takes all time place, to get to the. I don't know. Seven oh eight, according to. Sadly, Eastern I don't believe there's Standard a way time. to get them up um, yeah. out of the water unless I. Yeah. I and as know. as we mentioned, uh, this story is just crazy. They're trying to focus on an area where a Canadian aircraft recently detected underwater noises. Mm-hmm. The uh, about nine hundred miles off the coast of Cape Cod, Massachusetts. The 21-foot deep-sea vessel with five people aboard lost contact about an hour and 45 minutes after submerging on Sunday morning with a 96-hour oxygen supply. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this is a crazy coincidence. It's been uncovered that the wife of the Ocean Gate CEO is a descendant of two famous Titanic victims. And the Ocean Gate CEO is Stockton Rush. He's on mm-hmm. the submersible that's Said, missing right now, yeah, and o- Ocean Gate it. is the company that deploys them. Got it. Yeah. All right. Well. So, so his wife is a direct descendant. She's a great great granddaughter of Isidore and Ida Strauss, a wealthy wow. couple who died you know, in 1912. So in the they're in the movie Titanic. You know the two the elder. Yeah, a couple laying in the bed next to each other. It's like the saddest oh, part of the movie. Yeah, oh. yeah. When the Titanic's sinking, yeah, that's them that they're displaying and oh. they're portraying Isidore yeah. and Ida. Oh, oh my, that's God. those two. That's where they got the inspiration yeah. for those two wow. from. So this yeah, makes it even sadder. Wow, I know. I always told people it's that uh, that the guy, the chef that hits the propeller on the way down mm-hmm. in the movie, that that was like my great 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 uncle. You tell people that. Yeah, talk about fake it till you make it. That's right. You know, it's like, hey, that was that was my wow. uncle. Yeah, that was my uncle. Wow, really? Yeah. Okay. That part traumatized me as a kid. <laughs> the propeller part, yes. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. when it breaks the apart. Terrifying. Imagine if the propeller was spinning. Oh, oh God. Thanks. I don't know which is worse. Probably yeah. both bad. Probably yeah. both bad. All right, well, there you go. That's what's trending today. This is JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Is there something just absolutely wrong with Corey? Are you talking about me? Or... No, not you. Talking oh. about Corey from the all-new Daily okay, Double okay, okay. for you. Love, lust, or something else? Find out next on Kicks 96.9. It's Datum or Dumpum with JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Good morning, Corey. Good morning. All right, buddy. So tell us a little bit about uh, you and Alicia, and uh, we'll see if we can help you figure things out, maybe get a second date. So I met Alicia online, and um, I'm actually kind of new to online dating. And I got lucky because she's the first girl I tried to get with. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, I was really excited for the first date, and I just felt really lucky she said yes. Oh, very good. Okay. All right. You know, it was kind of funny. I felt like Will Ferrell in old school at the end. You know, it was like, what happened? I I think I blacked out. Oh. You know? Um, (laughs) Like you were too worried about the date? You really didn't completely understand what you guys were doing? Yeah, I just didn't understand what happened at the end. (laughs) Okay. Um, You know, before going out, we chatted for for a while, for about a week to get our schedules lined up, and and then we had a great date. You know, we went out for some bowling, food, and beers. Oh, nice. And I thought the date was was going really well. I mean, we both ended up more buzzed than I expected. Okay. And we took an Uber back to my place. We ended up staying up pretty late. And that went well. Nice. But she left in the morning, and I just, I haven't heard from her. So is that quote about old school? Was that like you were just, were you saying that you were just nervous? Or did you, do you mean like you actually blacked out? No, I didn't actually black okay. out, but it was Well, just you were like, just talking about how you had like, all these what? drinks and you were pretty buzzed and stuff. So I don't know if you're downplaying the fact that you got very drunk. No, it was just like, you know, what happened? Yeah. You know, okay. All right. All right. I was right, thrown right. back and shocked. 
You were like in the zone, totally focused on everything, and you, you didn't catch anything that would have been bad. Hmm. Exactly, yeah. You said she, she stayed and, and then left in the morning. Uh, what was she like in the morning when she left? I mean, it just felt really quick. You know, I, I thought we had it a great. I thought we had a great date and a great night, and uh, she just left really quick. You know, this has happened before. Do you snore like a lot? Oh, sawing logs, shaking the house. No, this has never happened before uh, to me, and. You know, it was just so weird because I thought we had such a great night. Uh, did maybe she had to go number two, and she didn't feel comfortable going in your place, and that's no, why she was hurrying out. <laughs> but, but that also, you know, would... I thought she just wanted to get home after a long night, but you yeah. know, it just it felt quicker than usual. She it's possible she's married and has three kids and oh, had to get home to make them breakfast. Nick. I don't know. That's ah. always possible. A possibility too. <laughs> We've we've had those situations. Homewrecker. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Kinda, yeah. She also could have just had things to do, you know. <laughs> like she's a busy lady like maybe you, Coriel. She, she just, just had, had to get, stuff to do. Get up and get going. I mean, it'd be nice to know that because I mean, if she did just have things to do, you'd think that she'd just say, "Hey, sorry." Got a busy morning. Uh, sorry, I had to I had to leave so early. Or if you said, I can't remember. Sorry, did you say that you've tried to contact her since then, or no? I just haven't heard from her at all. <sighs> okay. So you really haven't reached out either. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That might I be mean, also the problem too is if so you, you haven't said, texted her. Yeah. Huh. You said the night was super quick. The night wasn't too super quick for uh, her, was it? Mm. Do you think it was no, a I'm... quick night on her end as well? Maybe she would perceive the night as just like a not long a, enough, a pretty quick night. Whoa! <laughs> no, I mean the night was long. You know, we had a oh, great oh, time. so now oh. it's long. <laughs> yeah, okay. It was just the morning. It was just and it was quick. Right, it was the yeah. quick exit in the morning. Everything else was perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> exactly how it should be. All right. Well, Corey, we will uh, try Alicia for you. See if we can get you guys a second date. If not, you'll at least kind of have a better idea why she bolted on you. Yeah, I just want to know what happened. All right. Well, we'll be Me glad too. to call her. With JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. All right, your chance to sleuth it out and hearing what Corey talked about or maybe just hearing Corey talk in general. Yeah, what do you think? Um, you can let us know for Dinner or Dump em in GIF form because we think GIF form is the best form. Twitter, KZKX969. And Facebook, you can message us there too, KX969. Get your guesses in on what's wrong in Dinner or Dump em. JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Now the conclusion to date them or dump them with J.P., Corey, Ellen, Husker, Nick on Kix 96.9. All right, sir. So just joining us, it's uh, Corey who met Alicia online. It's his first time to really do online dating. Uh, and she said yes. He felt like he was kind of like Will Ferrell in old school and blacked out at various moments of the date because he's like, I, I don't really. I was just so nervous talking with her and chatting with her. What happened? Uh, and they went bowling, had some bar food, had some beers, uh, and the date went well enough that they went uh, in Uber back to his place and set up pretty late. And then she took off in the morning and uh, everything looked like it was going to be OK. But it's yeah, not. Um, but here we are. <laughs> yeah. Let's find out from Alicia what the issue is. Hello? Hi, is this Alicia? Yeah, who, who is this? This is uh, J.P. Coriel, Husker Nick, The Kicks Morning Show. How's it going? Hi. Hi, good morning. <laughs> You've never heard Hi. us, have you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, it's going, it's going well. Good. Um, we have a question about a guy that you went on a date with. 
Are okay. you like okay. ghosting him this specifically? Is or? Yes, it is Dana Burdum. Coriel's getting right to the <laughs> okay. point. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. otherwise we'll just mm-hmm. beat around the yeah. bush the whole time. Uh, yeah, we're calling on on behalf of a guy named Corey that yeah. you went on a date with, had a nice long night with, and then had a quick exit in the morning, uh, and he hasn't heard from you. Uh, you had a French exit. Yeah, that was a huge disappointment. Oh, okay. Which part? The whole date or the adult spendy Yeah, what's part? up? Well, okay. So I'm crazy uptight about money and budgets. Like, I'm the, I'm the type of person that uses credit cards, but every month they get paid off. I check my credit rating daily, and I always know what my score is. Like my so bills you're responsible. Are always paid. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm very, I try to stay very on top of my finances. It's really important to me. I know I'm young, but like, you know, I have my retirement fund and my savings account and all of that. What? Um, oh. All like, all taken care of, and, and it's something that I'm very, very serious about. Would you say you're a little obsessive about it? Honestly, I like I I just try to be responsible. I'm not I'm not cheap about it. Um, I just think that it's important to keep your finances in order. You know, mm-hmm. like you don't want to mess around with that. So, so yeah. how does this come into fl- play with Corey? Does was he just like <laughs> swiping his card with reckless abandon and it got like declined, declined. or something yeah. or? Um, when I was getting ready to leave his place in the morning after our date, he goes to order me an Uber. And then I said, why don't you save the money and you can just drive me home. And then he said, I would if I had a car, but it got refoed a few weeks ago. Oh. And okay. I, I tried to be cool and play it off. But in my head, I was like, what? What the hell? Like, I can't. I can't even imagine, like, not not only did his car get repoed, but he said it so casually, like, it's this regular thing that happens to everyone. I was going to say, oh, you know, I mean, I guess it's good that you know this now, early on, but, like, be a normal person and lie about that. I mean, this is a first date. <laughs> like, Why are you yeah, going to tell somebody your car got right. repoed? But he's trying to be a nice guy and not lie. I mean, he's being uh, straightforward. But... Yeah, but there's just some things that a first date yeah, person maybe doesn't need to know. If it was on one of those TV shows and then she happens to be watching it the next day... <laughs> And then, she sees them on there? Yeah, and then she's all of a sudden, she's repoed. the one calling us, like, yeah, I'm sitting on my couch watching my favorite repo TV show, and there's my date from last night. <laughs> oh, man, I wish it panned out that way. No, I'm glad that you found this uh, nugget of information ahead of time, because, yeah, that would that's kind of unattractive. Well, let's, Unless, he, just, did he have a good excuse for some reason? Like, well, I mean, I mean we could find I, out from Corey. He's on the phone with us. We could ask okay. him what is his reasoning behind things Corey, so the issue at hand is Alicia was concerned about your finances and the fact that your car got repo and you're just so, like, yeah. nonchalant Blase. about Could you tell Eastern Nebraska why your car got repoed for us, please? <laughs> I don't think it's that big of a deal you know I, I i'm i'm not cheap like i didn't make her pay for her uber i paid for the bowling i paid for the food i paid for the drink you just didn't pay for your car dang cool. yeah it's not like i don't have money i just it's not that big a deal your car got repoed yeah i mean like, i heard how you say responsible that do you have to be to have that happen like I, I do, I appreciate you paying for things, but seriously, Corey. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not <laughs> irresponsible. You know, I go to work every day. I get there on a bike, and and so far, it just haven't, it, it hasn't been a big deal. I've had a lot of friends get their cars repoed. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, what? 
how is this not a big deal? <laughs> what, what, like, whatever, okay? Yeah. Can I ask, what's the reason? If you don't mind sharing, was there a sick family member and you had to buy, pay a bunch of medical bills so you've fallen on financial ruin and that's what's happened? Or is it just like you just Our total didn't pay it? Yeah, you're just living day because... to day or what's going on, yeah. Listen, I'm just figuring out stuff day to day. I'm going to work. <laughs> I'm dating. Aren't the we car all? stuff will work itself out. I mean, I was just a little low on cash and I had other things to pay for. Have you even looked into how to get your car back? It's a good question. No, because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing those fees are really expensive. The whole thing is like a scam. And, you know, <laughs> it doesn't even matter. I've had a couple of buddies that have gotten everything taken care of with personal bankruptcy. So I'm, I'm just not that worried about oh, it. Oh, God. So he's going to, yeah. Okay. All right. File for personal bankruptcy. You are, yeah, you're just out here, like, really just hands-on experience. Just really getting after it. Um. So do you get around with, like, a, do you do, like, a bus pass He said he has stuff, a bicycle or? that he gets to work and everything on. Right. But, like, some places you just, I mean, are just too far to go on a bike. Do you just kind of like stay at home then, or or Uber? It sounds like or I Uber? mean Uber. I mean, getting an Uber for twelve dollars is cheaper than a car payment, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've got my bike. I Uber. You know, I get around right. when I need to. Okay. Okay. So okay, be tough in the winter. Yeah, oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So hearing all this, Alicia, you're still pretty firm about not going out with Corey. Is that yet. correct? Uh, yeah, I am. Okay. I think I just think that maybe we our views don't align when it comes to finances. It sounds like right. Mm-hmm. You're not willing to be his sugar mama. <laughs> no. And the chauffeur. <laughs> and the chauffeur. All right. Well, then we will just wrap it up here. Alicia, thanks for taking our call. Corey, that's the reason for her. Maybe don't take some of the, the heavier stuff as as seriously as she would hope you would. So looks like it's a, a no deal. Yeah, I mean, you're surviving. So I, I guess keep doing what you're doing. It's perfectly but, fine. Yeah. yeah. Except for it's just like the only thing is that you're surviving like this because of <clears throat> Something you didn't intentionally yeah, do. Right. <laughs> you're, you're kind of a product of like not being able to get out of your own way in that sense, losing yeah. your vehicle. But, you know, if you're if you're cool with it and everything's fine, then yeah. that's cool. Maybe somebody down the line will pop up and they'll just be down to ride bikes with you places. Oh, that'd be cool. Or be your sugar mama. Or be your sugar mama. <laughs> There's someone else out there for me. I know it. Okay. All right, buddy. Well, thanks for listening to the show. <laughs> Alicia, thanks for listening to the show. Huh. And we'll hopefully talk to you guys somewhere down <laughs> We did get a response from one of our listeners on Twitter in GIF form of the quote, it will all work out with personal bankruptcy. And the GIF is, you sure about that? <laughs> you sure about that? Corey's just living, sure about that? living his life YOLO, isn't he? <laughs> I guess so. Okay. Well, if you have any dating problems and you want us to solve them or at least figure them out, uh, you can let us know. Facebook, Twitter, KX969. You too can be a part of Data or Dump them. JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. So it was a conversation we had uh, amongst the show a couple days ago where if money was no obstacle, where would your number one vacation destination be? Oh. Like you didn't have to worry about paying for it at all. And you just want to go to a place and be there and enjoy all of it. Money is no obstacle. Money is no obstacle. See, I think I, I need to go somewhere with an option for rest and relaxation, obviously. Okay. But I need to go somewhere where I'm. I will almost need a vacation from my vacation because I want to uh, like. I want to explore. I want to go out and about. I want to go to like. I want to <clears> go like, uh, see like caves and stuff. And I want to like. I don't know. Jump in a sub and go down and see the Titanic. 
Not quite that, I don't think. That might be a little too extreme, but that's definitely a backcountry skiing no or something, or okay. maybe like uh, kayaking somewhere really cool. I don't know. I got to be out and about doing stuff, seeing stuff. Well, the conversation in here before that was we were talking about like New Zealand is one place I'd love to go. Really? Okay. What makes you want to go there? Just because, I mean, Lord of the Rings was filmed there. It's pretty. Yeah. It's yeah. fun. Uh, but then go from New it's Zealand Australia, to but Australia. Not quite Australia. Well, and that's what we were talking about. It's like we go to New yeah. Zealand and then Australia. Because then when you're in Australia, with all the things that could possibly kill you, you at least experienced a nice place Those similar same to Australia. things are in New Zealand. <laughs> I oh. hate to tell you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's all that's right in the know. same area. I feel like it's area. just a little more like watered down in New Zealand, maybe. Yeah, they just don't. You, <laughs> since Australia gets all the, the press, New Zealand's like, ha ha. You get slapped under the radar. New Zealand's like, Nobody we're just knows. like Australia, but you might just die a little slower. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what and I would do. A little more time to get help. I'll tell you what I'd do if money was no object and I okay. could go like anywhere I want. Yeah. I would do two months of backpacking in Europe with my son, with Carter. Oh. We would go look at like all the World War II, World War One stuff. Then we'd go through like Greece and all of that to go see all the, you know, the different, uh, yeah. you know, thanks for the Greek gods and all that kind of stuff. And then yeah, that'd be it cool. would just be, that would be, I would, and then that way the money, the extra money I would actually just have behind so that way it'd make up for all the lost wages <laughs> during yeah. my two months yeah. of being gone. But that's how I would do it. Like it would be it would be so awesome. That's what I wanted to do. I also think it's cool that people explore like ancient ruins of South America and stuff and they're in like yeah. the jungle yeah. and whatever. But like that's the premise of every terrifying movie about like oh, yeah. curses and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I should, and that would be that would be me. I would I, I'd I should note. Terrible Part of person. what Carter and I would do is we would also be soccer hooligans for a short time during that. Okay. Like, we would be the guys lighting up the flares and burning down half of the stadium. <laughs> oh, like, wow. Oh, God. Hey, listen, that's commonplace in Europe, all right? We're just, uh, us <laughs> so us uptight Americans are the only ones who don't like to burn down our own stadiums yeah. when we're celebrating a victory. Jeez. Yeah. Like, that's, really. we're just uptight over here. We're not as, <laughs> oh, my as free as those crazy <laughs> Europeans, you know, like. Like Carter and I would be on a on the top part of one of them red buses riding around yeah. trying to get in fist fights with other fans of other teams. <laughs> oh my God. It'd That's be so hilarious. fun. And then like we would probably have to have like a paintball fight in one of those castles in, in Ireland. Mm. You know, and everybody with there would be like, Where'd they get these paintball guns and why are they shooting at us? And I'm like, It's we're defending our castle. What are you talking about? You're like, you know what? Don't ask questions. Yeah, we're here we're for just a good doing time. This. We're absolutely. This doing is how, this. what we were told we were supposed to do. It'd be so fun. The yeah. um, uh, Lagavulin Distillery would be, uh, I think, top ten bucket list place for me to go. That's in like Scotland. It's like the Isle of Islay. Mm. I think it's Scotland. It maybe or yeah, but I love Lagavulin and and the whole uh, distillery itself is really cool. If you've ever watched Parks and Rec. Yeah. Um, if I remember right, Does Ron I Swanson think go there? that's the. I think that's where Ron Swanson. I think that's the distillery Ron Swanson goes to. Yeah, the only good I place that he wrong. liked when he was on that on his vacation. Yeah, but either way, it yeah. looks like that at least. Gotcha. So okay. I just it looks awesome. Yeah. No, Europe is definitely a, a bucket list place to go and and go around England. <sighs> I heard um, Iceland and like Finland. Yes. and all that is like supposed to be super beautiful. Go to Reykjavik and check that place out in, in the summertime is pretty cool. Really? What is that? Reykjavik is the capital of Iceland. Oh, how do you know this? Uh, like, how do you know yeah, about wait, this trip? what? Well, I learned about. You uh, I used to watch, watch something. The What'd Late Late watch? Show with Craig Ferguson, and he would always re- uh, 
Uh, mentioned uh, Reykjavik during his show in various points. And so I looked it up, and it's like one of the most popular places to go uh, for a vacation. Is that in where fact, the blue water is? That where you sit yeah. the salt, the sulfur Ooh, water or whatever? Cool. Yeah. Oh, man. Because like the Husker soccer team all went to Iceland for a trip this year and got yeah. to play a bunch of pro yeah. teams out there. That's one of my goals in life is to be in that little water, that light blue like sulfur water, and make out with my wife. That's like one of my big goals. <laughs> That's on my short list. I just want to point that out. So hey, you, got- you know what? Yeah. So this is obviously a daydream, money being new obstacle, but let's be honest with you, money does throw a wrench in things for some people. So if you want a really cheap vacation, you want the thrill of like uh seeing the locals, you're maybe not the threat of the not- threat of some, you know, unsafe situations, maybe, or you want to just see people yeah. out in the wild, just go to North uh twenty seventh Walmart. Oh, yeah. oh I thought you were gonna say Unadilla. I, Park yeah, in the parking I thought lot. she was trying to sell us on Unadilla. I thought she was like, <laughs> take a vacation, stay like to Unadilla. Lenoba Beach or something like no, that. No, just like, just people watch North 27th Walmart. It's, you those kinda, are our people. You kind of get it all. You <laughs> those get are it all. Our those are our people. It's a little bit yeah. of a right. vacation. Or We're going to put it up and ask you guys if money was no object, what vacation would be your number one destination vacation? Yes, find us on the Morning Show Facebook page, KX Morning. This is JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Time to play JP Makes His Guess. 466-9696 is always the number to call in and play. And if you can get in, then you've got a chance to win your way this time around to go see Brett Young at Steelhouse. And teaming up with Coriel is Tracy. Good morning, Tracy. Good morning. And playing with Nick is Shirley. Good morning, Shirley. Good morning. All right, so you guys are lucky today because this might, it might be an easy one. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay, so today is officially National Onion Rings Day. Okay. Where we recognize a batter-dipped, a deep-fried bite of deliciousness. Yeah, those are good. Mm-hmm. We want to know the top 10 most delicious bar foods. Okay. Oh, okay. And it, it, it's not just the apps. It's not. It, it's a, a variety of bar foods. Okay. okay. It's anything JP could pull off on someone else's table. Yes. Exactly. Yes, true. <laughs> and so, uh, let's see here. Who won yesterday? Coriel did. Coriel went first and yeah. won. So then Nick gets to go first with Shirley and pick out the top ten bar foods. Hello? Nick and Shirley. All right. You know what? Chicken wings, chicken wings. They're my favorite thing to eat. Let's go with chicken wings. Chicken wings. Let's go with chicken wings. <laughs> And chicken slash buffalo no, wings. No, don't say Number that. one answer. Ooh, thank you, Nick. You got it, lady. <laughs> if I know one thing in this world, it's bar foods, but so does Coriel. Yeah, so it's going to be a good one. Be a tight game. All right, going to Coriel and uh, Tracy. What do we got? What do you think, Tracy? <clears throat> well, they took my number one answer. Okay. Oh, man, a good, <laughs> um, a good chicken wing is hard to beat. What about just like a world? burger? Yeah, that's great. The burger slash cheeseburger comes in at number two. Okay. All right. Good job, Corey. So back to Thanks. Shirley and Nick. Then All right, Shirley, do you have a favorite bar food that you like to eat that you want to put into this game? Well, I was going to say a burger, but um, okay. <laughs> um, I don't know if it'd be on there, but I love mozzarella sticks. Mozzarella Ooh. sticks. People love those things. Why don't you go for it? It's your. These are your tickets, lady. If you like it, let's I know do that's it. What I'm afraid of. <laughs> <laughs> I really want these. Let's see um, mozzarella sticks. I say do it. Let's do it. Why not try let's it? Let's do it. Boom. Yeah, mozzarella sticks are out at number six. Bam. See, oh, you nailed it. You got this, girl. One of okay. my favorites. All right, Tracy. 
What about? I was just going to say nachos. Yeah, nachos. You guys are literally on the same wavelength when it goes Mm. nachos. 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 Quick, Coriel, favorite nachos in town? Ooh, favorite nachos in town? Yeah, yeah. mm -hmm. Quick, 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 quick. Rosies, their nachos are good. I like bison witches. Bison witches are my. Ooh, yeah. That's where my go-to number one nacho spot. Also, side note: when we have pre-parties for CHI Health Center shows at DJ's Dugout, when you order nachos, just so you know, be prepared to have four other friends with you because this thing is like it's a massive pile. You underestimate how many nachos I can eat in one sitting. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. All right, so Nick and Shirley, if you get this one right, all right, Shirley, let's let's talk it out. How you feeling here? What do you think? Do you have one? Should we go with the obvious and try onion rings? I think that's probably a good, good idea since it's the uh, onion rings day. National onion rings day. Yeah, let's go onion rings. Let's onion rings on for the win. Ah, dang it! Yeah! Okay, I was going to think, I was going to go pizza Pe- next. I was going to say pizza should be on there. Pizza. Uh, shout out to End Zone and their tots. Ah, their tots are the best. Yeah. Because those tots are yum. Here's your top ten. Crack fries are good. Most delicious bar foods. Chips and salsa coming at ten. Easy money right there. Uh, Quesadilla at number nine. Uh, Quesadilla. Uh, Yeah, I guess a lot of of bars Mm -hmm. do have like a... Yeah, they do. They always have dillas. At least a basic dilla. Uh, Onion rings, of course, because it's national onion rings are on there at number eight. Chicken fingers at number seven. Chicken. Yeah. It's just a little bit different. Mozzarella sticks at six. French fries at five. Oh, yeah. French fries. Yeah. Nachos at four. Pizza at, at three. three. Yeah, pizza was three. I had pizza the whole time in my yeah. back pocket. <laughs> a cheeseburger at two, and then chicken Tasty. and buffalo wings at number one. And that means that Shirley, congratulations you. I've got yourself a pair of tickets to see Brett Young live. Good job. Right. Fantastic. Thank hey, you, Nick. Thanks you for playing. You. Hang on the line, Shirley Congrats. Tracy. Thanks for playing. You got another shot of tickets another time. That is JP Makes His Guest. You're listening to Jay Boreal and Husker Nick. We have a friend of the show coming back in, now on a regular basis, Matt with the Cat- Capital Humane Society. Matt! Is in studio with us. Good Yay. morning, Matt. How's it going? You smell like dog. Yeah, usually is it, it, that's kind Imagine of a, that. that's a, you know that's just my scent. part of the that's job. Just, that's part of the at least it isn't like job, you know. At least it didn't say you smell like wet dog. Yeah, that, oh, that's, yeah that's that's, that's, a, that's a fight on that's site. A, that's a whole special mm. for sure. But yeah, you know, uh, you get coated in dog hair every day, so invest in a in a lint roller. Yes, too. I'm sure you guys have like bought your stock in lint rollers. <laughs> exactly. Is there yeah. anything? In, uh, happening right now, Capital Humane Society, people should know about or anything that people can do to kind of help out at the moment. Yeah, so we have a couple events coming up, actually. So we have a, a yoga night down at Off Leash Dog Bar coming up. Oh, oh one of the new, new dog parks, right? Yep, yeah. yep. Uh, and so parks. folks uh, can get registered for that on our website. And okay. so uh, we did a, a yoga night last month at the Adoption Center, but we teamed up with them. So uh, folks can get signed up. I think it's July 17th, if I remember correctly, but okay. you can get registered there. The w- uh, share the website capitalhumanesite.org okay and dot then, org yep dot org and then we have our tails and tees golf tournament coming up on july 21st so that's right so that's out at highlands golf course nick's gonna be a part of that i think yeah. he's gonna be so, so four cool. person scramble so okay. uh, we, we uh, brought that event back last year went really well so hopefully we'll have nice weather lots of teams out there and uh, raise some money for the pets question how does dog yoga work 
Do the dogs so, do the so yoga the with you? So the folks are doing the yoga, and then there'll be uh, dogs that are up for adoption, kind of oh, running gotcha, around, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. running around in yeah. between them. So you know, while they're doing their poses, they'll have to yeah. stop doing their poses and get some some pets. And, and, yeah, and yeah. Attention give some scratches sure. and pats. I thought and maybe cuddles. it was like goat yoga where they like climb on you. While you're <laughs> I don't know. They might try I'm to sure climb on. <laughs> that will happen at some point. Yeah. Well, Matt, our guest today. I have a couple questions for you to get to okay. know our guest a little bit. Is our guest most likely to overstay their welcome at a buffet, have a nice little quiet night at a local restaurant, or dine and dash? Mm. Oh, I'm gonna say dine and dash. That's exactly. <laughs> what I, was thinking too. I was thinking about the buffet. I'm getting the. But... I'm getting the vibe. Yeah, for sure. Okay, is our guest most likely to wear a suit and tie or a ball gown or whatever's trendy right now? Or something very casual, almost too casual. Think like Frank Gallagher from Shameless or like Spongebob pajama pants. I'm thinking trendy. Trendy. Okay, you're going to go trendy. Okay. Okay. Last but not least, is our guest most likely to be early, be right on time, or be fashionably late? Fashionably late. (laughs) This sounds like you, Corey. I know. I was thinking probably the same. Our guest today's name is Lily. And what's Lily's breed? So she's a coonhound boxer mix. Oh, she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. She's always on the move. She's She's always on the move. And so, you know, I say she'd be fashionably late because she's going to get distracted by something. I can see it. I can see it. And when we were coming in, you know, there's a car going by, Mm -hmm. squirrel, and her attention had to turn to those things. That's the the coonhound in her. Yep, so you go for walks with Lily. Uh, the nose is going to be to the ground for most of that walk, getting oh, all yeah. the sniffs in and everything. Get but, all the sniffs uh, in. She's a very sweet dog. Yeah, she's a lover. That's she has certain. a, um, I'm sure there's a different name for it, but she has like this butterscotch color. Kinda. Yeah, I mean, mm. uh, yeah, primarily like tan, but okay, she's got yeah. a little black mixed in on the tail, and then yeah. she's got some white on her face and her chest, and then oh, the tip so of her cute. tail is white too in it. She's got that coonhound look up. where it cr- curls over yeah. and her face kind of looks like a... Like a hound, but then uh, oh. she's got kind of the boxer build. Lily, yeah. she does. Way. She's got like a. She's got muscles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's fit. She, she is. She, she's crossfit. She'd be wearing Lululemon. Yeah. <laughs> Lululemon for sure. <laughs> That's trendy, she'd be wearing trendy. trendy. Yeah. The trendy, you're right. <laughs> That's factual. Well, if you want to see Lily for your very own eyes, you can go to the Morning Show Facebook page, KX Mornings. There'll be links there and stuff to get to Capital Humane Society and their Facebook page too, so you can keep up to date with stuff that they do. So thanks yeah. for bringing in our guest, Lily, today, Matt. We appreciate you. Thank you. We'll see yeah. you next week. And check out Dog Yoga and Golf as well on their website there too. JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Bicycle. It's again to get on your bikes and be a part of Trail Track 2023. The Great Plains Trails Network continues to do this awesome event called Trail Track, which is a family bicycle ride held on Sunday, June 25th. And joining us is our friend Dina with the Great Plains uh, Trails Network and Trail Track. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me on. Of course. And again, how many years have you guys been doing this? This is our 21st year. Wow. Oh, it's old enough to have a beer now. (laughs) That's right. But we don't serve beer. And and that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Because it's a family event and everybody can be a part of it. And you have all kinds of different routes people can take on their bicycles on these amazing trails that we have. Yes, we have five routes this year. So um, we have an 11 mile route kid-friendly route um, that goes to Tierra Park. And while they're there, they're going to get a chance to um, experience disc golf. 
Uh, we also have face painters there. So lots awesome. of fun for the kiddos to come come share that ride with us. And then this year, our exciting new thing uh, is a fifth route that we've added that is going to be uh, in Wilderness Park and also in Van Dorn Park. If you know about the single track or natural surface track they put in at uh, Van Dorn Park this uh, past year. That's cool. We're adding that. So this gives you a chance to, you know, if you want to get your wheels dirty and you want to try some sweet jumps. Why not? Learn how to go over those uh, roots from the trees and take on those turns. This is your opportunity. Cool. Well, the only thing is we can't let Coriel do that because she no. will literally wreck herself. They're like Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> yeah. It, that, the natural service one, yeah. I don't know that I'd be able to do quite yet. But <laughs> no, you'd be like, everything we have to else. bubble wrap you for the natural service. Yeah. Service one. Okay. Well, I'm very klutzy. I can tell you that. And and I went out and rode it with the guys. Oh. No. Okay. okay. Go, I mean, I, I, I've got lots of stories of being klutzy. <laughs> you honestly <laughs> sold me on the on-trail snacks portion. Uh. <laughs> yes. Yes. At each of our rest stops, we have some fun snacks with granola bars and uh, oranges and bananas and fruit fruit roll-ups and yeah. you know, all kinds of things. And of course, we have uh, water at each of our stops to, to help rehydrate, uh, although the weather is looking awesome. Yeah. So yes. I think we're going to be uh, looking good for that. Excellent. Is this Sunday, if you want to be a part of it, how can people uh, jump in and, and join you guys on the bike rides? They just need to visit gptn.org. Um, our online uh, registration is open all the way until uh, midnight Friday. Okay. Um, and then on Saturday, they can come to the Ald Pavilion and sign up while we're doing packet pickup. Or morning of, if you get up, looking good for the weather, you want to get on your bikes, come on down. You can register that day as well. That's excellent. The 41-mile uh, trek is is quite the one to do to all the way to Cortland and back. I know my buddy Mark probably would be more than willing to jump on a bike and do that one. Are you taking that on, JP? No, not yet. No, I'm, I'm good for probably 11 miles. <laughs> That's about all I can handle right now. Yeah, the... the the long distance that some folks do, I mean, I am in awe by that. I think that's yeah. amazing. And to do it recreationally, I mean, right. seriously, I, I think if somebody told me you have to do this for, I don't know, for a million dollars, I could maybe pull that out. Like, but I just, I don't, otherwise, I don't think I'd be able to survive that. So I am so thankful that there are Smaller. shorter, shorter <laughs> routes. Exactly. There's something yeah. for everybody. There's something for me. And then there's something for like a, a friend of the show named Doug, who I think could probably he could ride i think for four thousand days straight it seems yeah okay. <laughs> yeah yep, we want to make it we want to make it available to all levels and uh we do have uh, a guide on each of the tracks and then sweepers so no one gets left behind Excellent. Oh, awesome. Okay. Well, hey, if you want to be a part of it, Trail Trek's always a lot of fun for the entire family, and you can do that this coming Sunday. Uh, again, Dina, thank you for your time. Go to gptn.org to find out more information, get registered, and we'll see you out on the track. And thank you so much to Alpha Media. See you soon.